This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a uh, sunny but chilly Wednesday here in, uh, in Pittsburgh. And Matt, one week from today, <laughs> free agency sets starts in the NFL uh, next Monday is the quote unquote legal tampering period, which kind of drives me nuts. All uh, right. you know, you'll, you'll get all kinds of news about this guy getting agreeing to contract that guy agreeing to contract within like two minutes of the period, the legal tampering period opening. Um, And we're supposed to believe it. That just all happened right away. Like there was no <laughs> right. <Just> started talks, <laughs> just sent him a thing, a, a, a contract offer, and he accepted it right away. How about that? Didn't even go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> but the league's fun right now. I mean, leading up to that, you're seeing cuts left and right. We got franchise stuff. There's Aaron Rodgers rumors. There's Lamar stuff. You know, I mean, the, what the Giants did and Geno Smith signing and uh, this stretch basically combined through the first couple weeks of free agency is a blast. There's a lot going on. So let's unpeel some of that. Obviously, yesterday was the franchise tag deadline, uh, Tuesday, and we saw some quick movement there. It's almost – so I I liken this to – these deadlines are like – since we're – it's almost spring. We're getting into into the end of the high school year coming up here. And I remember one of my teachers telling me in high school that – he and the other teachers always talked about it, um, how amazing it was is that you saw all these couples form in the spring because, well, it was time for the prom and you had to ask somebody to, <laughs> to the prom. The deadline for the, the franchise tags kind of forces these couples together or in some cases apart. Right. I mean, deadlines certainly get contracts done in the league. I mean, we see that all the time. Um what do you do? You want to go right to Baltimore here? Let's do it. You know, yeah. I have some. Not that we haven't talked a ton about this already, but now we know. Now we know. So, I feel like there's more of a chance that Lamar's a Raven because it's the non-exclusive tag than if it was the exclusive tag. See, I feel and, the other way about this. Okay, I have some mixed feelings about it because I really do want to talk about it more now than we have. Because here's what. So immediately. Okay. Immediately after it was announced that the Ravens were putting the non-exclusive tag on on him, you saw a bunch of reporters from different uh, franchises tweet out, well, this team's not interested in Lamar, and that team's not interested in Lamar. First of all, I don't believe about half of that. I don't remember. I don't believe any of it. Yeah. But secondly, so if I'm, for example, the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there with the ninth pick in this year's draft, and I say, you know what? I might have to trade up this year to go get the quarterback that I want. Right. In which case, I'm probably going to have to give up next year's first round draft pick. Exactly for an unknown. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I go get Lamar for the ninth pick this year and something a first round pick next year? Now I got to pay him. Sure. Which, I mean, okay. But I know what he is. I know and I can win with Lamar. Yes. So. All right, let's rewind. I think Baltimore did this because they realized they could not get a contract on with Lamar. So they then said, you go work a contract out with someone else. You know, If you can make a contract work with anyone in the league, 
we'll probably match it is what I think they're thinking to themselves. But what if it's fully guaranteed? That's where I was going to go next, though. Like, then they see I think they could really get screwed with this, to be There's honest. There's no doubt about it. You brought up Carolina, but how about Washington? So Or Tampa. Tampa is another one. But I'm Daniel Snyder. Everyone hates me anyways, <laughs> including my own fan base. I'm thinking about selling the team, but I can kind of give the finger to the rest of the league, hand out the exact Watson contract plus a dollar or whatever. Because I'm going to make on the sale of the team, I'm going to make a gajillion dollars. And I think it helps the sale of the team. <laughs> To have a face of the team and selling Jackson jerseys, you know, Commander's Jackson jerseys are selling like crazy. People are more apt to come to the, the games. And it only would cost you, if you're Washington, the 16th pick and next year's first, which you hope is at least a playoff pick. Right. It's going to be maybe 20-something. Right. That's nothing for Lamar. And you you sign the guy. Give the finger to the league. Boom. We have two contracts now. So Cincy, the Chargers, yeah. the Eagles are going to hear from their quarterback. Well, now there's two guaranteed deals. It's you made your franchise. You, you upped the price tag on your franchise. Right. And if you care at all what Washington fans feel about you, they might be like, boy, I hated the Snyder era. He's horrible. But he got us Lamar at the end. That was Yeah, we, we, stole bar, we stole Lamar <laughs> off the rivals that are, you know, 20 miles up the road in Baltimore. <laughs> Right. For 16 and 24. What a deal. And we're one of the best teams in the NFC. And he, you know, Daniel Snyder drops the mic, walks away with a ton of money. And I think it's a great deal for him. Yeah. And and I, the, I thought that the Daniel Jones deal that was given up four years, $160 million. If Daniel Jones is getting $40 million a year, and I know he's not getting that this year. Right, right, right. But if that's the going rate now. That's the going right. We saw Carr sign something very similar. Mm-hmm. If I'm Lamar, I don't. I want that kind of money. I want, you know, I want Deshaun Watson money. I want it fully guaranteed, or at least mostly fully guaranteed. And at this point, I don't know that I want to be in Baltimore anymore. They've right. lowballed me. I mean, that bridge might be burning as we speak. You know, so I opened this by saying I think that there's a better chance he's in Baltimore, but that was only under the assumption that the Ravens plan, which I think is some other team does the negotiations because we can't get it done. And then we just stamp it goes through, but if only takes one team and Washington and Carolina absolutely come to mind where we'll give him the deal he wanted, you know, we'll give him the Watson deal, which is probably on the horizon for Burrow and Herbert and all those guys. Well, too. that's the other shoe to drop here as well with, with some of these other quarterbacks that are now going, going to be signing. And it leads to the question, um, can you afford a franchise quarterback? Right. But, you know, if 50, if 50 plus million dollars is the starting point, if $40 million is the starting point now for the Daniel Jones type quarterbacks. Right. And even Geno. And Gino and, and, you know, I mean, good Lord. So my other take on that is the league knows how healthy it is and they must think they're very, very healthy and that the cap's going to go up and up and up and up. And I wonder how does that affect spending next week? I mean, they're not going to be people going for quarterbacks, but does that help 
whoever else. I mean, all the the top free agents. It's Jay Javon Hargrave is probably happy about that. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, spending in general, I bet's going to be bonkers next week. Here's a different, totally different layer that we kind of touched on earlier on my podcast is what if you're a backup quarterback now? What if you're Mason Rudolph? Like all those, they might be worth more than they used to be. I mean, incrementally, just because all those guys played last year, you know, 60 some or whatever started games. Do you think teams are going to put 50 into a Daniel Jones type and then lowball the backup? I don't know that they'll do that either. Right. It's, it's, it's very interesting time in the, in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, this is all going to play out over the next couple of weeks here. I, I have to believe somebody is going to want to pay Jackson Jackson. I mean, again, he's 26 years old. He's a former, you know, league MVP. Um, you he look at the, the record that he's put together. He's such a unicorn, right? You know, the I mean, position Carolina or Washington has not had anyone close to him since Cam Newton or Joe Theismann. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fan base would eat him up. But the other thing, if you're Jackson, you look at this and say, um, I want to show that I can be a passer. I want, I'm gonna, I yeah, think, yeah. I think they've put the boxed him in, in Baltimore to the point where people look at him and say, well, he's just this. And I don't know that that's the case. I don't think so either. I think that that scheme has actually held him back. I agree. Passer for sure. You know, yeah. give him a receiver, give him DJ Moore, give him McLaurin. You know what I mean? Right. So for him, a place like one of those places could be. I mean, could you see a poison pill written into a contract with him? We don't see those as much. We haven't seen those in a long, long time. Yeah, I was. I think that they've somehow been vetoed, but I don't know how. You know, like, do you remember the Nate Burleson poison pill? Well, everyone remembers the Hutchinson poison pill and the Seahawks did the same thing with Burleson to get back at the Vikings. I might have that backwards. And the in Burleson's contract was he gets X bazillion dollars if he plays less than X amount of games in the state of Minnesota. Right. (laughs) it was something about games yeah, the I think the, the league made that kind of thing illegal. But there are right. other things that you can do, you know, uh, maybe you say, you know, if for every yard you get over a thousand rushing, maybe you don't plan to run him as much, but you tell you, you write into his contract every yard, rushing yard he has over a thousand yards is another hundred thousand dollars. Right, right, right. <laughs> or over 500, you know, yeah. something that easily pass and keep going over, right. No, and I mean, if he stays in Baltimore, he's going to blow back, blow past that all the time, and it, and then it becomes a you know a, a, a readily or easily available. There's just ways that you can do this. That yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I don't think that you know the Ravens have shown that they're not interested in paying him fifty plus million dollars. They don't want to pay him Deshaun Watson money because that's what he's asking for. Right. I mean, I I really think that they would say be on your way if somebody gives them the Watson deal, the fully guaranteed right. Watson plus a dollar or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And then the, and then the, the other question, so if, if, if they do match it, now they're way over the salary cap. Right. That's a problem as well. If they don't match it, they don't have a quarterback. That's what I was going to say too. Like if, if the Washington scenario, that's worst case for them. Okay. You get 16 back and you get their first next year. Okay. Who's playing quarterback for you? 
I mean, what do you right. have, 16 and whatever that pick they earned, 20, early 20s? That's not going to get you a rookie this year. You're signing Brissett or something like that. Yes, you have more cap money because he comes off your books, but you're not rolling with Huntley. I mean, you're rolling right. with like Brissett or somebody. Well, the like hairy that. part of it then becomes so let's say Jackson doesn't sign a deal until three weeks into free agency. Yeah, right, right, right. And those guys are gone. And all the all those quarterbacks are gone. Yeah. You made now all what are you doing? A couple picks, but you can't, you don't have anybody that's capable. And yeah, then, it, you know, are you going to trade a first round pick to get some veteran backup that you think can, you know, be your guy? Right. No. For Teddy Bridgewater or a guy like right, that. Right. Right. Or- and you're going to have to overpay for him because the other team knows you're behind. They've got you. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to envision them being the worst quarterback situation in the league. By the, right. The, and the it wasn't goal. that long ago. I can I can remember Steeler fans talking about the post Ben Roethlisberger era. Well, the Steelers are going to have the, the worst quarterback situation in the in the AFC North <laughs> when, right, ben, right, right. when Ben retires. Because you got Lamar and you got Joe Burrow and you, whoever, you know, when this when this, the, the Browns signed Deshaun Watson. This is how quickly things can change because of these contract situations. Right. I mean, you can argue today, March 8th, in the afternoon, the Steelers have the second best quarterback situation in the division. When you factor in... Money. What he costs and everything, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, where, sit, where the Ravens are right now, hoping someone doesn't steal your guy and you don't get nearly in the return for him, or hoping Watson gets good. He's a fifty million dollar cap hit. Or would you rather sit where the Steelers are at, with the ability to build around your guy, with with actually two quarterbacks that you know you can win with? Right, right, right. You got what, like sixteen, seventeen million invested in quarterbacks, and you you, you like not both even. It's, it's less than fifteen. It's less than that, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. This this is going to be fascinating to watch. The Ravens are playing a game of chicken here with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Who's going to blink first? And the other ramifications to me are, you already saw it with Bateman and some of these other dudes coming out. Can't be good for the locker room. You know, they oh, know well, that's the, the other thing. Right, yeah, right, I mean, right. th- those guys in that locker room know. I mean, Lamar's the leader of that team, whether they like it or not. He has immense value. He has been value to that team. You know, I mean, they know it. It's not going to get better. I mean, at least off for years if he leaves, no matter you what know, he as, as I've continually said, you know, you've got a new offensive coordinator coming in. Is Lamar going to be happy enough to come in and sign that franchise deal and just move on and go through all the OTAs and everything? Is he going to show up for training camp? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. He's not right. under contract right now to the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, he doesn't have to sign that franchise tag. I mean, he will. Ever. He, gets he can sit out the year. <laughs> he can sit out the year. Right, right, right. No, and he's already, I don't want to say he's sat out. He's very well could have been injured. Who knows, you know, but there's already been speculation that he could have been on the field. And, you know, uh, is Baltimore happy with him at this point? He can't be super happy with them. Yeah, it, it's turning into, you know, when the Deshaun Watson situation happened, I'm talking about, Free, before you knew anything about what was happening off the field. And he decided that he didn't like the contract that he had just signed with the Houston Texans because he didn't like the direction of the team. Mm-hmm. And then they decided he wasn't going to play for them. He was going to sit out. And this was before anybody knew anything about any of the massages or anything like oh, that. Sure. Right, right. It kind of set the tone. It set the precedent for this situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I- 
I don't believe at all that it, it, we didn't mention Atlanta. I, I, the Miami stuff's a little weird to me, but apparently their owner's a little weird too. You know, I mean, they, they're always looking for something. And I guess Lamar would love to play in Miami. I mean, that's home. That would be his, yeah. his number one. But I don't believe for a second that those six teams that immediately came out after he was tagged have no interest. <laughs> you can't come up with at least a contract to throw their way or, you know what I mean? Well, I think, you know, if, if you're the team, you kind of put that out there through the back channels because you don't want to drive Lamar's price tag up. Right, 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 right. You, know, you don't want to be like, we're super interested and then every other team does too. Because that's, yeah. that's the other fl- thing that, that's crazy about this situation. He doesn't have it. He has no, no representation. It's brutal. So typically what would happen would be the representative, his, his agent would be on, would be making calls to all these teams. We're accepting calls from all these teams. Mm-hmm. Well, Lamar's not going to do that. They're not all going to start calling Lamar. Right. I mean, they'll call his mom, or I'm sure there's lawyers involved, but it's not call the agency and my secretary will handle it. You know, right. I'll call and get back to you, and, you know, then my assistant handles it. Or, you know, it, it, that part baffles me from Lamar. I mean, frankly, from where he stood, I think he has every right in the world to go to the Ravens, sit down at the table, and say, the starting point is the Watson contract. And I have a better resume than him. But the fact that you still don't have an agent is nuts to me, especially with this all going on, where you're definitely going to be fielding calls, you know, from multiple teams. Yeah. I don't. Meanwhile, you're supposed to be training to get ready for a season, you know, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like, is he out there running or, you know, putting in his uh, work in the weight room and stuff and fielding calls at the same time? Like, hey, it's the, it's the, you know, Indianapolis Colts. Hey, how you doing, Lamar? (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. Here's the paragraph five we're going to give you in the signing bonus. Like, oh, all right, I'll hold on a minute. I'll just put my yeah, fax that over to me, can you? <laughs> yeah, after I get done with this workout and get a shower, I'll think about looking at it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Just, it's too many hats, and I bet the Ravens, to some degree, too, are like, I, this is nuts. I mean, we have a number in mind. They're a steadfast organization, great, but you're hard to get a hold of. I mean. I don't know this for a fact, but I've been told there's times where you don't hear from him from a day or two. He's just a different cat. You know, he doesn't always have his phone with him. You know, he just does his own thing. Well, <laughs> we need you to be pretty attentive here, dude. You know, right. We need you on the phone when we, when we need you, you know, you can't be out in the middle on a, a the middle of, uh, you know, the, the Gulf of uh, Mexico on a charter boat you know, right. with no cell <laughs> service. Exactly. <laughs> or on some Island or hanging with your buds or whatever you want to do. <laughs> but this needs to happen. And, I don't know. I just can't imagine David Tepper, Daniel Snyder, not kicking the tires and just even just look at it as a business, let alone winning games. We're going to sell so many seats and jerseys and billboards and interest around the team. And boy, we need it. Yeah. And, you know, there's another team out there that you haven't talked about, Matt, that uh, has gone that veteran quarterback route the last couple of years and has not has shown that they're not afraid to, to make those kind of trades. But the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I thought about that too. Like instead of trading from four to one, how about four and what you think is a playoff pick next year? It's not bad. It's not Imagine. bad. I think about him in, in Atlanta or Indy because they're domes. I mean, just his speed in that dome and the weather, you know, would be phenomenal. Handing it to Jonathan Taylor, and you know, I mean, having dudes. Colts minus the fourth overall pick. Plus Lamar, that's a ten-win team. Yeah, right. And in that situation, 
you know, could the could the Ravens then trade up and go get, you know, Young or Stroud? Well, that to me, that's like best case scenario. For that's the, the best case scenario for them. But then you're start. But then you're starting over quarterback again. You are, but the Steelers just did that, and the Steelers not, did, yeah. Well, you know, right? I mean, you can't talk out both sides of our mouth about that. It's not the worst situation. You have a cost-controlled CJ Stroud, you know, which isn't bad. But you're but probably giving up your other first-round draft pick. You're giving up, yeah, to move up to get that guy. At least, at least that. You probably don't know the answer to this, but I don't even know—is Miami allowed? They don't have a first-round. pick. They don't have a first-round pick. No, if my if for him to sign with Miami, it would have to happen after this year's draft. Oh, okay, okay. Which would Good. really, really <laughs> what do you do? Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could sign and trade him somehow, and somehow get Tua back, or I don't know. Uh, who knows? But that yeah, was really- it's 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 one of the more interesting off season situations. Uh, people may wonder why we're talking about it all the time. Well, this is Steeler Nation Radio, and they are in a division. But to me, it's just such a fascinating development in the NFL. Unprecedented, obviously. You know. Yeah. To have a former league MVP, you know, get this for this to happen. Like he's right now is scheduled to make $32 million. Mm -hmm. I saw, I saw a thing today that Baker Mayfield in his career, they were in the same draft. Remember? Yeah. Right. Baker Mayfield's made like four times as much or three times as much money in his career As as Lamar Jackson. Wow. Which is a crime. I mean, there's benefit for me going first overall. Yeah, but Daniel Jones is going to make right now is making way more money than Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Not for long, but right. Well, if if he plays on that franchise tag, he would he would still make more money. Yeah, right, right. This year with with the signing bonus and his his base salary and stuff, Daniel Jones would make make way more money than Lamar is going to get this year. Mm -hmm. This is kind of a side note that I didn't know until today, but if you're an NFL team and you sign a player to a guaranteed contract, he gets his money like anyone else that year. But the owner, there's actually human beings involved. This isn't Monopoly. You know, that right. the owner has to put that amount of money Correct. in escrow. Correct. Right? Yeah. So, like, some of these family-owned teams don't have a quarter million dollars just laying around that they can just, you know, like the Raiders were brought up. Well, they're like, quote, the poorest team in the league. You know what I mean? Like, the Davis family might not have $250 million that they just don't need it. <laughs> Laying around. A mad money. Just to... <laughs> right. I mean, that's like you and I walking into a car dealership and ignoring the payments and we just buy it flat out. Like, well, I can't quite swing that right now or a house. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I like to pay this off over three years, not one payment. Yeah, it's so, crazy. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, but again, uh, we'll know, start to find out next week on, on Monday where some of these guys are going to sign. And by Wednesday, they can actually start signing, which yeah. is going to be uh, really interesting. Hey, you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio last anytime. Thing, sorry. What's it's that? Last thing, last thing sorry. So if you're Ravens, though, all of a sudden, Geno Smith's not an option. Carr's not an option. Daniel Jones isn't an option. The musical chairs are filling up, and you might not have a guy if you're Baltimore. Oh, absolutely, 100%. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.